Well, all right. I want to welcome everybody to another episode. It's the Rikishi Driver Talk Show. And it is uh, December the 6th, 2020. And these episodes are always powered uh, by Knox Pro Entertainment. So I hope everyone is doing well. I want to take this time to, you know, to say thank you for tuning in. Uh, before we start this show, I'm going to respectfully ask if you're watching this video and listening to this show, I want you to hit the like button and hit the share button uh, believe, uh, below the screen there. And uh, I want to thank everybody for uh, for also uh, sending and showing some love. Uh, you see all the, the donations that's been coming in. Thank you guys for uh, for showing the love and respect to be able to keep this show here going. But anyways, you know, this this week has been uh, crazy. Um, it's just, uh, damn, 2020, you know? Um, just recently, on December the 4th, uh, I was reminded, of course, I never forget. Uh, it's been 11 years since my brother, Ekifatu, the great Umanga, has passed away, and, uh, you know, just to, so it wasn't a good day for me on December 4th, and, of course, my whole entire family. Uh, you know, to be able to lose a loved one is just, uh, you know, we know it. You know, 2020 has been one hell of a, uh, I mean, a year for everyone, not only for our family, but just everyone throughout the world. And my condolences go out there to everyone. And also, you know, we also lost uh, one of the greats in the business, uh, the great uh, Pat Patterson, another WWE Hall of Famer. Um, Pat, you know, was uh, very, very uh, close to our family, the Samoan dynasty in the industry. And I'm sure that he had a lot to do with a lot of uh, those that are in the industry, uh, uh, behind the scenes, in the front of the scenes. You know, being able to give his mind and, you know, his genius uh, thoughts of how this industry works. You know, he's just, he was just all that and some. And so my condolences goes out to Pat's entire family and know this, that the, uh, the family of the WWE has definitely lost one of the great ones here in our industry. And I want to. You know, I woke up uh, yesterday and uh, on my feed, I was just so saddened to know that, you know, one of the, you know, the Usos that I've known for a long time, um, or the iconic group of the Booyah tribe, you know, the brother gangster Rid Paul has passed away. And so he was... I mean, he was so influential in a lot of not only our Polynesian Samoan kids uh, coming up in the industry and throughout the world, but damn it, man, we we rode to a lot of his songs back in the day on the road. You know, the BSK crew. And, you know, to wake up to hear, you know, this sad news about, you know, Brother Paul passing away gangster red to the world. It's just, you know, just so heartbreaking, you know. And so I'm very, you know, very, my condolences goes out to him and the entire, you know, all his brothers, entire uh, DeVoe family. Lo'olofakumo, go. 
so we talked about, uh, you know, we're talking about hip hop. And I have a very, very special guest today. And uh, I, I've been a fan of this this uh, kid for a while. I think it was four years now. Uh, so I became a fan. Actually, one of my nephews sent me uh, a link to this kid, and his name was uh, Poetic 685. And, uh, you know, there's no doubt that I love hip-hop music. I love all type of music, but hip hop is just you know born and raised from the Bay Area. Uh, you you that's that's all that I was around uh, listening from Mac Mall to uh, to Too Short to E Forty. So when I got the link uh, uh, to this artist here, this Samoan artist, ever since then, you know when I played his his music, you know I download them and. You know, as I'm watching his career go, like, you know, I can hear in his voice that this kid here was just growing. There was so much uh, in him that to be able to, you know, tell his story. But what got me very interested in this kid was being from Samoa, 685, area code 684. And to be able to have the knowledge of what he's speaking poetically was amazing to me. <clears throat> so I want to read this little, you know, what I found here. It says, born in New Zealand, but raised in a PSI more. The world got uh, its first taste of poetic on his three independently released street albums, The Ambassador, For the Ville, and poetically done, the latter of which also debuted at number one on iTunes, New Zealand's hip-hop chart in 2017. <laughs> Known for his outspoken opinions and racism on racism, Polynesian culture, mainstream media, and for putting someone hip-hop on the map, fans have called him the Poly Tupac a reference to the late great controversial MC Tupac, who was known for controversial topics and his grassroots support his community and local radio are now dubbing poetic. One of the most disruptive voice in local music. Homophied, all the new music recorded after winning the 2018 most Promising Pacific Artist Awards and Features of the Ryan's number 15 top 40 New Zealand single, Let's Kick, featuring uh, Mellow Downs and the highest charting single to date. Poetic knows firsthand winning the 2018 Philip Fuemana. Most Promising Pacific Artist Award in May in honor of that made hip-hop fans and media take notice. Wow. This guy has reached 100 combined streams on Spotify, YouTube, and his independent release video remembering, uh, uh, remembering over numbering over 20. 
and have over 1 million combined views. Shit. Tell me this kid ain't been putting in work. All right, with further ado, I would like to bring in the Uso so he can tell his story. I am very honored uh, to have this guest of mine for tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only from the 685 Poetic. I am the truth. When I spit it's vodka, nigga, straight absolute. absolute. I tell them run these facts, don't just assume. Every neighborhood I slide through, OG salute. OG salute. I'm like cancer to the block, I pollute. Black Panther fish, tell my sister, my wa pullet ooze. Enemies hit my spot, but get snooze. Body marked and battle scars, flea bites and tattoos. Fake friends had to drop them fools. Middle finger to the industry, fuck your rules. Face killer as I slide with a tool. Hardcore criminals at it chasing the jewels. Straight facts. I put my city on the map. Got my city on my back. Relax. You better recognize the facts, bitch. My fingers hurt counting stacks. Bank account sitting way fat. You better. Wow. My lord, so far. My lord, so far, Fiona. Wow. My lord, king. My lord, king. Man, I am so. Said I am so happy to have you as a guest on my show here today at the Rikishi Tribe. How have you been, son? I'm still here. I'm still going. I'm good. Thank you. We're still putting in work. We're going to, yeah, keep it going. Keep pushing. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, where part of the world are you coming out of now? Well, I'm, I'm from Samoa, but um, I'm currently based in uh, Auckland, New Zealand. Yeah. And I'm here until COVID, uh, yeah, the plates. Well, I, I want to say this. Congratulations to all your accomplishments. Uh, you know, like I mentioned earlier on the show, I've been following you for the last four years. Uh, I've definitely, you know, hear it in your music and see in your grind uh, how much you've been just, you know, you've been hustling. What What is it that for you that made you become a want to go to the journey of being a rapper? Because I can't sing. <laughs> my, my dad my dad's a singer from the old days you know so it was like son if you can't sing if you can't hit the note just just play the piano <laughs> yeah so um, yeah and then uh just hip-hop you know growing up in, in our peer it's, it's real west coast so everyone that comes back from home from 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 la and you know across cali they, they bring the tapes and then it was cds so we grew up before like the new stuff straight from there and it's just it just yeah it resonates well with us. And, and how, you know, um, sorry. Good. And and how was your grind? Also, like, you know, be able to get your music out. How take us down that journey? Like, what what were you thinking, and what was your system? Um, in Samoa, there's like there, there's nothing. Like this is before we had um iPhones and like computers and Facebook and all the social media marketing that's free and available today. Uh, back then, we were just trying to get on radio. And trying to get to LA, but it's hard out there. There's, there's no opportunities in Samoa for um, for hip hop music, especially if you try to do it in English. So he was rapping in English, and they were like, "If you come a gangster, El boys here, you know, yeah. Samoans and Samoa, like if they if they think you you're trying to be a certain way, you get slapped." You know, yeah. <laughs> we would we would go to shows and perform in Samoa, and they want to be like, you know, so um, coming up coming overseas and and you know, getting into a catching up with the world and technology because Samoa was still 50 years behind in technology coming over here and learning on the trade of how to just market yourself through your, your iPhone and go from there. 
Um, that's where I'm at now. You know, everything I conduct is from my phone. I still ain't never owned a laptop. That's why I came over here to the radio station to borrow Jazz's laptop. Shout out Base FM. Thank you. Love you. <laughs> wow. And, and so, you know, uh, and just, uh, you know, because I'm sure there's, uh, you know, we, we've we lost uh, uh, an icon in our industry, has been influential, you know, to my life as well. Uh, the Uso uh, Gangster Red uh, a couple days ago. And, you know, can you tell me a story? I've seen that photo of you and Gangster Red that you posted up on your IG. You know, what was the influential or if he did in your life as far as with the music of what you're doing today? Um, in Samoa, you know, back in like two, the year 2099, the only um, Samoan rappers we, we ever had back home was Booyah Tribe at the time that we had access to, like with the CDs and the tapes. And that sound that they had, it was just, you know, when you hear those voices sing that, that the mafia lifestyle album to us was like yeah, the soundtrack to the streets at the time we were running through it and um it just inspired me you know like yeah we, we can do it too as someone's yeah we can do it too and um yeah from there i just i just i just tried my best to um yeah maintain and keep it moving and uh you know we last time we linked up was over here he, he, he was over here he was down down for a few months and um, it was just good to just, you know, just chill, catch up every other day, every second, third day of the week. And um, he's got he's got so many stories, you know, that inspire. All he did was inspire to me and uplift. And especially in the industry, the further along you go, it gets harder to, to it's like quicksand in a way sometimes. It just, the, the more success you get, it's harder to, yeah, to just go through it. But he was like, I've been there. I've done that. Check this out. Try this and, and um, take care of your heart and your spirit. You know, we might be a bit different than other people because we're very uh, emotional. You know, us as Samoans, we just like that. But we're also very, a lot of love. It's all love. So he, he gave me a lot of uh, insight. Never got. Yeah, man. I mean, to definitely the Booyah tribe has kicked down a lot of walls for for a lot of us, you know, and even in the industry as well. <laughs> um, you know, I read here, you know, they they kind of talk about your lyrics of like to like Tupac. How does that make you feel when, you know, they say stuff like that? Like, you know, your skills is like, you know, the the words of poetry you spit out. I mean, being being compared to Tupac, man, that's heavy, son. What are your thoughts on that? Um, humble, humble, and um, it's a lot. It's a lot to live up to. I feel like, yeah. I, personally, I don't think I'm there, so I'm, I'm trying to get there and just honor the codes and yeah, just stay true to it. Uh, Pac was the biggest influence for for us too, as far as um, yeah, that time before he passed. Yeah. Hey. And when, and when you write when you're writing your lyrics, son, I mean, because just <clears throat> for our people, you know, someone kids that are listening and are watching, what what is it that you know that make poetic who poetic is today? You know, coming from the islands, you know, we listen to the music, mm -hmm. but to step out the block, you know, like you know, to come out from the village and I'm gonna go do this. 
What is that? <laughs> yeah, I think I think for us, like, yeah, the homies I came up with and I, we just try to stay true to who we are, yeah. where where we were from and where we were at at the time, which is our peer. And it's just like it's like this little section that's like the West Coast, but like a hundred years ago, <laughs> no skyscrapers, no jobs, no, <laughs> you know. <laughs> You, you either like a lot of Ilimas, a lot of Ilimas, you know. Yeah, we 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 spend a million dollars on Ilima, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we we just tried to stay true to what we saw, and um, a lot of our our stories of you know from America, from New Zealand, it comes from everyone that that gets sent back home, you know, like uh, the Usos, you know, that they that come back from from Amalika. They serve their time or, or, or they come back to move and you know experience the life. Um, if you're naughty, if you're a naughty teenager in New Zealand, you'd get sent back to grandpa over there or something like that. So we all like connect out there and you know, we got like this little hip hop thing going, you know, we start break dancing on the seawall, you know, people doing the, the flares and the windmills and jandals, it's crazy. Cause there's yeah. no like um, there's no cool shoes, no nothing like that. Yeah. So we, we try to incorporate that into it and then um I finally got off the rock and came out. So yeah, I went to New Zealand, America, Australia, and I've been out here for 10 years just trying to grind and, yeah. And, 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 and how was that experience getting off the rock, going to New Zealand? Come on, we just in the village. Now you just going out, you going out to the world now. What was yeah. that? What was that feeling? <clears throat> Sorry. You're good. You yeah, we kind of yeah. lost you for a minute. We're back. Um, yeah, we're back. Yeah, I think uh, the trippiest thing for me was how much food people had. <laughs> like, I went to my cousin's house and, um, you know, opened the fridge and they were like, they were apologizing, like, sorry, we got to go down the road to the store and get some food. And I was like, man, but you got like a full refrigerator. <laughs> we, our fridge inside, so we don't even turn it on because we can't afford to waste power. You want ice water? Just drink the tap water. <laughs> so, the food, and then like the help that you get in the community, like you know, um, you get your your check on the first of the month, kind of thing. Yeah, stuff like that. It just tripped me out because we don't got none of that back home. Like, you, you know that I think that's what makes us who we are. You know, what I mean, no matter how much like people ask, you know, you blow up so so high, Kishi, but you're still this humble cat. Well, mm. you know, I always say it's because where I'm from is where we, you know, when you come from like it's just ice water, booty pee pee, you yeah. know, nothing else fades us when we, you know, like a, a ribeye steak or, I mean, champagne. I, I don't trip off of none of that. Doesn't, that doesn't do me anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that has a lot to do with, you know, us being true. Like you talk about being true to who we are, you know, exactly. You know, the culture of us more. We're always going to be that. And I think that has a lot to do with a lot of success of, you know, us that understand what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when, we open, when you open up a refrigerator and you see, you know, some milk and some cereal and some, you know, Man. some lunch meat, that's like, that's like a, you know, that's like a gourmet dinner. <laughs> Man, they, I got excited. They had cheese. I never had cheese in my life. They had eggs. Like in Samoa, we got chickens, right? But man, we were that poor that yeah, we didn't even have a chicken. <laughs> we just had a, we just had a bird. Yeah. Yeah. And also, so tell me about tell me about homophyte. 
what's uh for the listeners uh what what does that mean to you and and how did that come about i'm a fact man that that's that's like the slang in samoa at the time like 20 years ago they'd be like you know when we were coming up we were trying to hang out with the older brothers you know yeah. trying to like get a get a kapa'a or something and they were like you just kid over there man you know this and that and then catch on to the 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 lyrics of what they're kicking and humble was one that i heard a lot they're like yo man just chill you know keep a humble fire and stuff like that you know like when they say stuff this way like nah man do it the humble way humble style mm. and um yeah we were humble style for real because you ask anyone in samoa that know me man i walked through samoa two years with no shoes at all mm. you know and i know some some people be like that's my man i was like hey man i'm just embracing the land bro yeah yeah we definitely know how to adapt to the ghetto when we come to the states, man. You know man. what I mean? It, it, I it, it, it ain't nothing new. I was trying to. That was my plan. That was my life plan to come to America, but join the army in Pango. So I was like, cool. I got two more years, and then I'm 17, and I'm gonna go over there, out, out there, and um, you know, join the army and enlist and go. Cause that's what my little brother did. My little brother stationed out in the states now. Hmm. So he said that only I landed in um Louisiana. And he went training in the swamps and they had the M16s up there walking through the swamps and then a mosquito hit him. It's like Julie, it was like the size of my whole hand. So I was like, oh, I'm glad I didn't go to the army for <laughs> we only got come out in number one, little, little yeah. mosquitoes. So I was like, no, thank you. You can take that mosquito. I owe for Samoa. I owe my Namuka with Samoa. You know. Yeah. Wow. But, uh, so how's the new project? I see you got this. Tell, tell me about this fax, man. This new vid, this thing here yeah. is fire. Like I really took time to kind of listen into the lyrics that you're spitting out. There's just so much just power coming out on this on, on this video here. What what is this about? Um I guess it's about life, man. To be honest, you know, I, I learned a lot of lessons the hard way. And uh the one thing that I, I, I was kind of feel buckled with, I, I thought I knew better. I um I put my heart out on everything that we do and I go, nah, I'm gonna do this the Fatsamo way, but the industry is kind of built a different way and it's business. It's, you know, it's about profit, it's about money, not money. So I learned that the hard way and I, I got kind of uh, burned in a few areas. Hmm. But, you know, um, I just, I like to keep it real on tracks like that. It's a hard ass beat from Smokey. So I was just like, man, this is running straight and come out swinging with the first track off the album. This is the debut album. Um, the next one we just filmed last night. That was a tough shoot because, you know, we, we were drinking all day when we heard about Rid. Mm. And um, people pulled up to the shoot from the hip hop community here in Oakland. They're still drinking. Mm. You know, I just got off the phone with them. Now they're still drinking. Like everyone's hurting out here. And um, we managed to get that shoot done. That's kicking in tomorrow, and edit and be released this this weekend. Yeah, you know, you talk about the industry. <clears throat> the beautiful thing, if I can say anything in advice of, you know, the industry itself, like even coming from uh, my experience from my industry, I've always told you we don't play. Mm. We know your worth, you know, and sometimes when it, the industry tries to keep, you know, don't want to play ball or don't recognize your talent or don't realize it or you just not the one to fit in during the time. 
Well, that's when I say fuck it and move the other way. There's always another door for you. You believe in your worth. You believe in your talent. That maybe that side there, whatever radio station, whatever wrestling cup, that wasn't for me. And so I, uh, I am very proud of you, of your decisions. I'm very proud to hear the knowledge that you are spitting out, you know, because it's the, each one teach one. Uh, you represent a kid that, you know, and myself as well and my entire family is we're, we're, we're guys that come from Samoa, a small rock on the island. Mm. And to be able to come out to this world here, huge America, and try to make a stamp to do what we do, it, it gets very difficult sometimes. It's a lot of haters and a lot, a lot of those that just maybe we just don't fit in those. Mm. And, and yeah. so at, at the end of the day is, hey, man, we got to keep pushing forward, you know. And when I got a chance to listen, you know, I watched that video, man. It's just so much power. I was so proud just, you know, how you just spitting out, you know. And these are things that, you know, when you're spitting out things like this, there's things that you go through in life, you know. You, you can't spit out certain things and you don't, under, you know, you, you don't understand what, what it is. It's, it's obviously things that we've gone through. And so continue the good work, you know, continue to push forward. You know, I'm wishing you a lot of success and so forth. And congratulations on the website, man. All Thank the you. new poetic gear there. I got yeah. some coming at you. I got some coming at you. Yeah, man. man. You know, you know um, <clears throat> yeah, there it is right there. Go ahead and uh, explain that. Oh, right good looking, there. good looking. So, um, yeah, I got to I gotta do the re-up tonight, actually. Um, yeah, I like that. In, in the Ville. In the Ville. Yeah, you know, everything we do is, is for the Ville. It's for the village. So that's why we named the record label uh, for the Ville Entertainment. That's um, nice. Everything is about service. You know, that's how Pacific Island people are. You know, we, we serve the village and we serve our people and, you know, God, of course. And um, we just wanted to incorporate that into what we do. We're still building. We're still young, still learning the hard lessons. Um, and we're just going to keep going, man. Yeah. There you go. You know, uh, I, I got to tell you this, man. Like, uh, this is like uh, early 2000s. And, um, you know, in Samoa. Cause we didn't have a TV back then, and um, we were in high school. And on Saturday nights, television Samoa, you might get lucky. You might get like a an hour of wrestling on TV because it was always random. Mm. You know, Samoa, it's never like back yeah. then. Like it could be like some other shit. Like on you know at the wrong time. Yeah, it could be a play school or something. So at, at night, we would go next door to my uncle Valentine's house, and because he's got a TV, just look through the window and see if wrestling's on. And if wrestling's on before the movie comes on, psh, we're in there. And it was always you and Rock. So you guys are like the only two guys that, that we could see at the time that was like, damn, man, we can actually go somewhere and do something, man. Look at, look at the big Usos, man. They're out here throwing people out of the ring. You know, like, oh, it was crazy. <laughs> Everyone will come too. Once you, once, that's the thing about the village. Once um, someone found out, you know, there's no cell phones. Do they come over here right now? There's none of that. Yeah. It's like there's something in the air, like, Sounds like there's wrestling down the road. And, you know, five minutes later, you got 50 cousins in the house. Like, trying to, you know, move over, get a spot, watch this TV, you know, yeah. on Saturday night. And then, you know, we got to go back home, go sleep, because you got to do the umu in the morning before church. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the culture goes on, man. You know, yeah, well, man. you know what, son? I'm sure, you know, we talk about those stories. I'm sure there's kids back home in the islands when you hit the stage as well. You know, they're doing probably doing the same thing. And that's the inspirational, you know, 
motivation that, you know, that our culture and our kids and just everybody needs, man. Like, if they can do it, we can do it, you know? I appreciate you, man. Oh, I remember, I remember the first time I see you like share, share something of ours. I was like, "Is this the real Rikishi? Just the <laughs> what? No. no, I look because I was just learning how to use the Instagram. Mm. Mm. And I was like, Jordan. I, told, <laughs> I told everybody, man. Jordan in the email told my dad. I was like, Dad, Dad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Thank okay. you for your love. I, you know. It's all love. It's all love. follow my man. Well, listen, man. You know, before we get off uh, all my time here, uh, you got any last words that you want to say to our listeners that's listening in? Man, um, yeah. Just keep God first. Look after yourselves and your families and your people. And Rid, I love you. I love you, bro. Big bro. I miss you and I'll see you again soon. Love to all our family out in, in LA. Yeah. And thank you, sir, for having me on. I appreciate you. You know. Wow. You kiss you, man. Come on, man. I love you too. Thank you, sir. Much you love. Keep, you keep up the good work, son. And I, I hopefully that. After this pandemic is over with, with 2020, we can cross paths together. We can do us a track together. How about that? Definitely. All right? Definitely. Yeah, okay. Alofaku, man. You have a good one. Alofaku, Okay? Yeah. God bless. All right. God bless you. Go ahead. Thank you for coming on. Wow. Well, <clears throat> there it is. Uh, the one and only, the original out of a 685, 684. Those so poetic. Um, beautiful uh, testimony, beautiful to hear his story of his journey of a kid that's from the rock, like myself, the rock meaning the island of Samoa, uh, to be able to. You know, put your mind to something, and that's what he wanted to do. And, you know, years later, he's a huge, huge, huge. The numbers don't lie. Over a million people's views. Huge rapper in the industry. So, you know, I hope that, uh, you know, his stories and our stories that motivate you that are listening to this show uh, that, you know, um, anything is possible, you put your mind to it. Don't let the system, you know, try to control your journey, the destiny where you need to get in life, in your profession. And as always, I want to thank everyone for tuning through. My goodness. Thank you for tuning in and make sure that you hit the like, hit the share. And always remember, each one, teach one, and it's free to be kind. This is Rikishi. Peace. You have a good night.